G'day, Vilcommon, aloha, and welcome to the Punting Monologue. We're back for another week, whether you like it or not. Strap yourself in. I'm Sonny Munn. I'm here with Benny Clifton. How are you travelling, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Character paid for the week, did he? Mate, how good was that? Lobbing in at about 18 to 1 last week. Thanks for coming. No, very uh, very enjoyable, though. You always wanted to be on it in the run. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was one of those ones that was obviously tight, but I enjoyed watching it. I felt comfortable, and everyone around me thought I was a genius, not realising that I had nothing to do with it, which is always beautiful. <laughs> what about you, mate? How's your week been? Yeah, good, good. I'm um, looking forward to this week, the Doombin Cup. The track's drying out, okay. so hopefully by the time the races come around, um, we're on a good track and we can uh, treat Doombin as we normally would. Okay. Do you want to be up front or you want to be rails in run and uh, that's why I'll be starting uh, my strategy. Beauty. Well, let's get stuck into it then. The first one's over the mile and we're looking at a favourite of Rousseau for the painters or the philosophers out there. Then Argyle Lane. Now, 310 is our favourite at Rousseau. Argyle Lane at 550. Warrior Falls. Gorgeous this time of year at 750. And Man Behind the Money. All one word. Seems unnecessary at 750. Then it drifts after that. Are we having a little play early? All right, yeah, let's have a look at the speed map. I've got Saucy Horsey going forward. Good name. Canasta. Great name. <laughs> Argyle Lane. Lane. There should be speed in this race. I think it should be at least a, a good tempo. So um, I'm happy to back horses back in the field. I landed on my, my rare foil, falls, uh, or oh, yeah. however you say it. Just like that, mate, I reckon. Yeah, just <laughs> like that. I just thought it was it was a really good run last start behind Alberk. It was 8.50 into 6.50 on that occasion. Gets to this race third up. Uh, I love that the tempo is probably going to suit it here. And uh, this looks like it's going to be the peak rating for the campaign. So I'm with Wairere Falls. Rousseau, I can understand why there's been early market support. It was unlucky to the eye. Last start at Doombin gets J-Mac on board. So a few positives there. But... I just thought it was tight enough in the market. And the horse I really want to be against is Argyle Lane. This is a horse who I tipped last week, but goes from 1,200 to 1,600 metres. And hasn't, you know, it is a half half brother to incentivise, obviously, the Caulfield Cup winner. But not in none of its runs has it shown that it's sort of looking for the mile. So um, I'm willing to be against that horse. So I'm with the number two, Wairere Falls. Not a bad start, mate. About 750 there, guys. So just have a think about what you're prepared to lose today and set yourself a deposit limit. Race two is over 1350. Brigantine is your short favourite at 260. Loves me like a rock for the Paul Simon fans at 420. Sunfall at 850. And then there is an absolute float load of horses in double figures after that. Anything here? Well, no, no. I was looking at the favourite Brigantine, but it's obviously this is a class three plate. So just the way the weights are worked out, um, it's so well into the weights. It's clearly the best horse in the race. It's probably the winner. I just don't know what they're going to do from barrier 14 because if they decide to go back, I think it's too short in the market. If they decide to go forward, I think it just wins the race. So if there's any indication that they're going to uh, ride this horse uh, forward in the field, I'd be all over it. But I just can't t- say that for sure at the moment. And given that it's pretty tight in the market, uh, I couldn't tip it. So between it and, and the other horse in the market is Loves Me Like a Rock, which has drawn barrier 19 as well. But uh, it does look like it will go forward, but I just think, you know, there's too many queries in this race. And, you know, if Brigantine had a drawn a gate and they'd indicated they were going forward, I'd be all in on it. Too many question marks. Not enough full stops. Let's move over to race three, over 1,200. We've got Russian Alliance. Gee, not too many of those these days. Belarus, I guess. At four bucks, Queen of Dragons, 550. Abounding at six. Certainly can. Let's see if it can at 850. Party for two for the Quinella fans at nines. It's 10 to one after that. 
Yeah, and as you'll see as we go through the card, I'm going to be tipping a lot of horses who are drawn inside, and I'm tipping uh, the favourite here, Russian Alliance, just because it's drawn barrier one. It's just going to be in behind the leaders, getting a nice run behind what's going to be a really strong tempo. There's you know, a dozen, or not a, not a dozen, maybe half a dozen horses who are going to be pushing forward and looking for the lead. So I think Russian Alliance is going to get the map advantages over over the rest of the of the horses in the in the market and in the field. So if you have a look at a bounding, it's tied at six dollars. It's going to be probably you know from Barry Eleven. It's going to be midfield or worse. Party for two will be right up there. So it's probably a chance. Queen of Dragons is probably the biggest danger I think to Russian Alliance in that it's coming from the left field form line. It's resuming here. It's trialled up pretty well. Uh, Ryan Maloney's a good jockey up in Queensland, so there's a few positives there and I uh, can understand why there's been a little bit of market support. But Russian Alliance, there's no market support yet, but um, so they probably suggest we wait closer to the race, we'll get a better price. So uh, Russian Alliance for me. It seems like there's a fair few horses each week named with some sort of Russian connection. What's going on there? Yeah, I think that might dry up in the in the coming years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not savvy when it comes to <laughs> geopolitics, but I would have thought they'd start easing up on the old Russian-invoked <laughs> names. Let's go to race four over the mile. We've got street gossip. Word on the street is Xnay on the Usky race. 350 for street, got street gossip, if I can spit that out. Pretty amazing at 750, as is Princess Rainis. And then at eight bucks, we've got the TikTok Queen and Frumos. Also around that market, nine bucks is Zoe's Promise. And finally after that, there's a few in double figures. Yeah, the market here is really trending towards the three-year-old street gossip down the bottom. Obviously, it's the horse with the most scope in the race, but I just think, geez, there's some map queries here. There's absolutely no speed in the race. I've got Zoe's Promise going forward, Mishuala probably going forward, but I don't think they're going to go at a very good clip. Street gossip, you know, Mark Newnham horses generally race on the speed, but uh, street gossip isn't one of them. Maybe they do uh, change the tactics and go forward, given there's not a lot of tempo in the race. So too many careers on it. I thought the best horse in the race was probably Written Beauty, who's since been scratched so uh, no point talking about it but yeah this is one of those races where if i didn't like the favorite i didn't know what what direction to go in so um there's plenty of bets later in the card that i think we can hold fire for yeah don't mind keeping the powder dry on a big day like this race five over one 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 zero meters our favorite is golden boom at 230 we've got lady laguna at five bucks then hell of a body at 550 spacewalk that's $6. Got to be the scariest thing you can do as an astronaut. Hey, why do you reckon just a little brain dome activity yeah. there? Moonwalk, that's a shocking name for that dance. That's nothing like how they walked on the moon. What would you call it? Oh, some sort of backward pedophilic escape. I don't know. <laughs> but like they bound like slow motion pogo sticks on the moon. They don't glide seamlessly like a hot knife through butter in reverse. Shocking name. <laughs> Up there with COVID-19. 2020 was the year we'll remember. All right, can we get on with it? Oh, sorry. Go for it. <laughs> All right, speed in the race. Bazique going forward. Golden Boom will push forward from Barrier 1. Uno Moon going forward. Good speed. I want to be with the horse, the favourite again, but this is, this is I'll give you the reasons. First up, um, Golden Boom was caught three or four wide. At Doombin, uh really sold in the market on that occasion. Uh, what I love about that run last start was it still gave a kick at the top of the straight. So um, there's plenty under in the tank uh, for this horse. And Barrier 1, get a get a cosy run just in behind him and, and push off at the top of the straight. Um, and I think it'll be winning. Uh, Lady Laguna, you mentioned in the market. I reckon they'll go to... It's entered in two races. I reckon they might go towards the other one. But 
Uh, I know they've scratched from that one. They're going here. I think that's a bad move because I think it's got some map problems. So I think you can count out Lady Laguna. And Hell of a Barty, you mentioned, obviously, in jest a little bit. But this is a really nice horse. I just don't know if this is the right race for it. It's a horse who gets back in the field, really savage turn of foot. Um, so look for it late. But I just think Golden Boom has um, significant map advantages over the other dangers in the market. So I'm with it. Beautiful stuff. Starting to sound like one of your best bets, that one. Let's go to race six over the same distance. Our favourite is King Kepa at about 3.30. Goldsborough at five bucks. The Big O, Roy Orbison at seven. My Oman, the big goodbye at 7.50. Then we finally start to drift. Yeah, and this is an interesting race because I was going to tip Lady Laguna um, before ah. it was scratched. So I think they've pulled, they've pulled the wrong rein there, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, let's have a look at the, the map. So this is another race where there's going to be a fair bit of tempo, fair few horses gunning for the lead. So um, I'm looking for the horse who's probably going to get the coziest of runs. And uh, once again, I've landed on Barrier 1. That's going to be prime candidate. I just thought last start, um, where it raced at uh, Sunshine Coast. It gave a really big kick. Sunny Coast is a really hard track to, to lead and win at, so I think that was a really good effort. It'll find you know Barrier 1 at the 11-10 at Doomben is a lot easier rate, um, sort of track for these front runners. So I'm with Prime Candidate about the $11 mark. King Kappa, look, I can understand why the market's there, but I just think you know it's got some map issues from Barrier 10 and... Uh, it was obviously disappointing last start and had excuses, but Barrier 10, where do they go? Uh, it's probably not going to find uh, a cushy run like it did when it was winning, uh, rolling through its grades last preparation and running really good time. So I just think there's a few negatives there. So I'm with Prime Candidate, happy to back it each way, but tell me about the Oman, uh, Sonny. Mate, the big goodbye, uh, I don't know what its chances are like, but it, it's it's an homage. It's in honour of uh, this weekend, this Saturday out at East Burwood, our good friend of the pod, and Mint Sports' very own Craig Choco O'Malley is playing no less than his 500th game for his footy club, the East Burwood Rams, which is no mean feat. And in amongst the last 499 games, I reckon four or five of them have been retirements. So surely this is the final <laughs> one, the big goodbye. Surely 500, you, reckon, you hang them up. You're going to announce his retirement after the game, is that what you're nah, predicting? I wouldn't have thought so. They're doing well this season. He'll try and just keep himself in cotton wool and go for a flag. <laughs> Has he I got any flags under his belt? He's got four, but he reckons he'd give them all back for the one that he lost. So typical club man, just <laughs> always thinks about the one he lost, what mate. Does, what does that mean? Then he's, only got, then he's only got one. It must have hurt. It must have really bloody hurt. I don't know what happened that day, but we don't mention it. Don't mention the war. Anyway, good luck to Craig Choco O'Malley out there this Saturday, and good luck to everyone else on the punt. Just imagine what you could be buying instead. How did he get his nickname, Choco? Loves a Mars bar. Let's move over to race seven now. The big one, Zaki. Always just think it sounds a bit like a Lebanese spice that never made it off the shelf there at two to one, Zaki. Kovalika at eight bucks. Crikey, Zaki is stealing the market here, isn't it? And then it's double figures everything. Do I need to run through them? Because there's a lot of horses. Like the spice that would be with you for days too after you've eaten your suvalaki. Oh, mate, I had a heavy night on the Zaki. Oof, really repeating on me. <laughs> Look, this is a race. I. Zaki is obviously the best horse in the race. There's no doubt about that. He's he's not really scaling the heights that he did 
maybe two years ago when he was winning these sort of races in really good time, but he's still racing well. I just think he's pretty tight in the market for me. Barry 11, they're probably going to have to go sit outside the ladder, which he, he doesn't mind, which that's obviously not a, be a negative for a lot of other horses, but not Zaki. I went looking for other horses. I mean, Kovalik, you have a look at the three-year-old down, three down the bottom. It's drawn wide. It's grand finals next week. I wouldn't be um, touching it with a 10-foot pole. Um, Zarek is a horse I was sort of looking at as it's going well, it's going to get a nice run in behind him. It might be a danger, but yeah, I tied myself in knots, as I say, every week in these type of races. And I just didn't think there was enough there for me to, to you know, label Zaki a bet. So uh, we move on and we've got a couple of winners uh, in the next two, I reckon. So probably wins, but it's a bit too short. I like it. Let's move on to race eight over 13.50. We've got Cardinal Gem at five bucks. This is more of an open field. Scalapini, delicious at sevens. Cole Crusher at 8.50. Bacchanalia. For fans of red wine and revelry at nine bucks. And then we're going to start to drift out there, mate. Do I need to keep naming some of these as well? Gee, there's a lot in this field. Um, Did you name the one that I'm going to tip? You probably did. I wasn't really listening to you, but um, <laughs> let's have Shock, a look. All right. You're not the only one, mate. <laughs> did you mention Kiku? I did not mention Kiku. Maybe mention, maybe mention Kiku. All right. By the way, Kiku's there at 18 to 1. Crikey, and 550 a place. Do you like this, do you? I'll talk through why I like right. it. But speed in the race, Scalapini. They've decided it's a leader, so they're going to go forward in it. Cole Crusher, leader. Bacchanalia, going uh, to go forward, might not lead. Holyfield's going forward. I think they'll go quick here. I thought, if you have a look at Cardinal Gem, it's taken up a lot of percentage in the market. I don't know where they're going to get from Barrier 21. I was willing to forget about it. Scalapini, I was re- willing to forget about it as well with a negative jockey change. Uh, all its big figures have been with Damien Lane. So Kiku is who I landed on. Right. I think this is a horse who, who's probably not going to get the map advantages that I've talked about um, for some of the other tips. But Barrier 18, I think they'll be negative from the gate. But uh, I don't think that's too uh, too bad a thing for the Doombin 13.50. So it'll get back in the midfield. It'll be worse than midfield. But... James McDonald takes over on the ride. I just think that its form line's last preparation through Brooksby is strong. Barossa Rosa is strong. Even that race last start at Randwick behind Zapatea rated really well. So I just think this is a horse who is really talented, gets the best jockey in Australia on it. And I just think it was a complete bowl around last start at Randwick. They dropped it out the back. They ran home. Uh, it clearly wasn't wasn't its... Um, day to peak so i'm with kiku i think it'll run a really good race at those odds and the other horse i want to back is is it a shorter quote and that's bacchanalia i just thought sat outside the lead last start battled on pretty well barrier one i've tipped a lot of horses from barrier one but there's a reason for that um and i just think it has map advantages over a lot of other horses in the field so two horse play here patterned as, Patten Patten as you say as they say is that how do you say it yeah just like that Patten- matt patterned yeah no patented Yep, you'll be right. I'll send it to you phonetically. Why is phonetic spelt with a P? Anyway. That's a really good point. Anyway, they're the two horses I'm backing because I think, you know, to summarise it, I think the horses Scalapini, Cardinal Gem and Cold Crusher are all too tight in the market for the, for their real chance. So, uh, yeah, Kiku and Bacchanalia for me. Great. This week's character. Going to pay for my Fruit Loops all week. Just have a think, guys. Chances are you're about to lose. Let's go to the last chance saloon now. We've got Renaissance Woman or Renaissance, depending on which part of the 15th century you enjoyed, at 340. Secura Girl at 5 bucks. Fireburn at 6. Premise at 10 to 1. And then we start to go a little bit bigger after that. Are we going to shoulder arms? No, no, oh, no. We're oh. back We're back on the favourites here. Okay. I thought 
Renaissance Woman was a real return to form last start. It was solid in the market. It got back in the field, which is okay at Sunny Coast, but it got to the outside and uh, really motored home. I thought third up, it's going to peak. Barrier one is the key. I think they can ride it a little bit warmer. I don't think they'll ride it too warm, but because it does like to get back in the field, but I, I, over 2,000 metres, I don't think it matters. And I think it's got a class edge over a lot of these horses in the race who are pretty limited. Probably the, the fly in the ointment is the number seven Secura Girl, and then it's coming from New Zealand, and the New Zealand um, stays that generally um, hold their own over in Australia. But um, I just thought I wanted to go with the exposed forming Renaissance woman here, and um, I think she'll win here and stamp her Oaks credentials. So the, the three for me. Sensational, mate. Bloody busy day. Love it. Let's run through the card. Race one, you don't rate Argyle Lane at this distance. You're on Warrior Falls. Race two is, wow, the bit of a too hard basket, really. The draw might hurt Brigantine, the favourite. You're on Russian Alliance. Oh, bit un-PC there in race three. Race four, there's more map queries than a blind man orienteering at night. Ah, that doesn't make any sense. Race five <laughs> is horribly named Spacewalk. That's out the door. You're on the favourite again. Golden Boom. Race six. Out of barrier one, you like prime candidate at 11 to 1. But the Oman is the big goodbye. Good luck, Craig Choco O'Malley, this Saturday, East Burwood Rams. Race seven, the Lebanese spice of Zaki should get up, but even money, it doesn't really tempt you. And we all know what it does in the following days. So race eight, we're on the value better today. Kiku, part of a patented Benny Clifton two-horse race. Kiku's a whopping 18 to 1 or 5 or 6 to play, so you don't have to have much there. And Bacchanalia, again, out of barrier one at nine to one. Last chance saloon, you're on the favourite. And guess what barrier it's out of? Uno for the Mexicans listening. Renaissance woman should get the job done. Bang, that's a good busy day of racing, Benny. What's your best, mate? I think the moral of the story is barrier ones at Doom, but are a huge advantage, mm. particularly in the short races. But anyway, my best of the day, Golden Boom race five. Coming off that really good run last start when it was caught wide. It's not going to get caught wide from barrier one here. And uh, it's a horse who's previously shown a lot of talent. So I'm with Golden Boom. Best value, you're about to ask me? Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. I think Kiku takes the cake there, mate, at 18 to 1. Yeah, I'm keen with Kiku. I mean, it doesn't fit the bill as far as map goes. It's probably a negative map. But I just think at that sort of price in the market and with the way the race is going to be run, the tempo it's going to be run at, I think it can come over the top. And that 1,350 at Doombin is a really big run to the first turn. So you can find your, find a position if you have to from those wide gates. Absolutely marvellous stuff all around, mate. Enjoy yourselves out there, punter. Have a think. What are you really gambling with? And enjoy your Saturday. Thanks again, Ben. Thanks, Sonny. Have a good weekend, punters. Go up, yeah.